Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to College Football Extravaganza. And also, welcome oh. one of my best buddies. Nigga, the cops outside. Like up the house. Lazy. Lazy. Go to name out. Lazy. He's got the intro song. Yeah. I don't even think he heard that. He's, there he is. You can y'all hear me? You didn't yeah. hear any of that, you hear did us? you? Yeah, I can hear y'all perfectly fine. Oh, okay. I gave I gave it's you the not, intro. I gave you the intro is, and everything. Oh shit. Damn, my bad. I just man, this is my first time during this quarantine. I must be the last person to actually do a Zoom meeting, actually. I, oh, I now, mean yeah, now you gotta I, do the intro again. I've done okay. plenty of them. Yeah, now we gotta do the actual college football. Oh wait, 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 hang on. Do you, no, you like wanna, the you lazy wanna, intro. Well, I want to say what's up to Davis first. <laughs> yeah, you can say what's My up. My man. <laughs> what's up, bro? How you Dude. doing? Oh, man. Just working pretty much every day and raising a dog and all that fun stuff. Dude, it's I, see, basically life. I see some weight on your face. You eating good. I know. I'm, I, I, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm like gaining bad weight. I'm gaining bad weight, but I'm not fat, but I feel fat. That's because so you've I always just, been you've always been super skinny. That's why I've always been skinny. So it's 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 weird. Like I'm a 32 waist, which is not fat by anyone's standards. Hey, that's pretty but good though. It's, that's pretty good. But though. I was I love my weight. I'm at 172 right now. That's not bad. Which is perfect. I that's the weight so I want to get back to. Yeah, I want to get to 170. That'd be nice. For real. So I'm like, if I can if I can stick around there and also still run a decent mile, then I'll be really happy. I, I I am uh I should listen. I've been thick right dates, now. But... <laughs> like I am I am like Bruh. thick, dude, super thick. All right. Um yeah, I brought I brought the cutty out for you. Yeah. I'm having fun with I'm having fun with this podcast tonight. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Uh welcome back. If you're new to the podcast, uh like, subscribe um hit the notification bell all that good stuff you hear youtubers say because uh, we got 30 viewers we really need y'all y'all got to support us i got a patreon y'all can give me money so i can buy you know whatever you know i'm gonna buy for the podcast um Please. we're a part of the high frequency podcast network uh we got other podcasts that i do all that good stuff this is the college football extravaganza and this is the best intro in college football these people don't give a shit uh. <laughs> There goes Davis. There goes Davis. It's been a minute, but we're back. And we got to go over quickly, quickly, quickly. Got to go over some big games that we missed out on in, I think, week nine. Was it week nine? No, no, week 10, week 10. So we had some technical difficulties with our week nine podcast. We recorded it actually in person at Davis's house. Um, and it, we were using his new equipment with my computer. And so something messed up. Had to okay. get that figured out, but there is a game we need to go over, and that was well, BYU beat the shit out of Boise State. Yeah. Honestly, that was week eleven. That no no that that's that's week ten. 
week that's 10. week 10 see that's i don't remember third through the november 3rd through the ninth. yeah 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 through the yeah no the fourth through the seventh see i don't even know what time you're on because you're an ohio state fan and the big 10 is just like all fucked up so so we week i think i believe we're week five you're Something way like that. <laughs> we're way off yeah <laughs> so so BYU uh, passes is only real tested the season right now. And so you got to put them on the map. Miami with a good comeback against NC State. De'Aaron King um, with an amazing, I think it was a fourth quarter comeback, had 430 yards. Scratch that. All right. Uh, Florida beats Georgia, lays the, lays the pound town on Georgia. Um, I was at World of Beer having a good time with my girls, Carly and Allie. They were amazing. Had to throw the jersey on. We were, we were getting wild at World of Beer in Pensacola. The big game that week, Clemson and Notre Dame. Clemson without T-Law. Um, Notre Dame says, this is our house, and we don't give a fuck about COVID. We're going to storm the field and everything. So, uh, DJ Ua Ugalalele. And I'm three. See, I thought I did pretty good for being three drinks in, but whatever, guys. Everyone's a critic. You know what? You, you did well there. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm on my first drink, so we'll see where I am in a couple all right. Me tug dog, yeah. All right. Anyway, so uh, Michigan loses to Indiana, which I am only mentioning that. Very set, set the stage for the week after and this week. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Not really any other interesting games that we missed there, so I'm going to go ahead and X that tab out. I mean, there are, but we have limited time here. We want to get through it quick. All right. Um, week 11 last week. We can spend a little extra time on this. Cincinnati absolutely demolished East Carolina on a Friday night. Um, fun to watch. Sets up a good matchup this week at UCF. Hell yes. Yeah. Hell yes. Yeah. This is going to be an offensive explosion. Don't count out UCF. UCF is a damn good football team. I think that with Dylan Gabriel as their quarterback, I, I, I plan on him being the quarterback, you know, for as long as he's in college. Mm-hmm. I, this team is going to be another team that's going to contend, maybe go undefeated next year. This game is going to be so much fun to watch. So, so much fun. But going we're back, still, but really, we're still on week 11. <laughs> we're still on week going 11. Back, but still going back to Cincinnati, East Carolina. Cincinnati's a real team, I think. Um, again, put them up against serious contenders like Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Then we might have a different discussion. But at least for right now, Cincinnati's given themselves – they're putting themselves in the argument that if you're going to include a, a, a group of five schools, Cincinnati is making a damn good argument. Okay, you say that, but UCF not too long ago was almost in the same situation. Maybe what, two years ago? Yeah, and I look think, what happened. I think that team is better than both of these teams. The 2017 UCF team – was See? was a good team a good team so like but, but I, they I, actually played people they actually played people true true now, and they, they beat they Auburn, by the way they beat Auburn. In, that, in that in that game where they had to prove themselves who beat that was the a, national that was champion a, champions alabama that year and the transitive property doesn't work in college football but if you're ever gonna do it then hang a 2017 national championship banner up at the bounce house baby that's what i'm saying facts that was Woo. 2017 <laughs> Kick that ass. Now, oh. they did lose They did lose to LSU the next year, and LSU you know, then went on to win the national championship the next year. So, I mean, that was, that was a good LSU team. UCF, they were they were going to run out of steam here there eventually. I, I'm just saying that at some point, if Cincinnati finishes this season strong, let's just say in a perfect world they finish undefeated, 
I think they're going to end up making a great argument that next year in the years coming up in the future, they need to seriously consider expanding the playoff field to eight teams. I've been a big advocate for this for about two years now. And I think teams like Cincinnati, they deserve to be that one team that should slip their way in and just see what happens. When you have four, you're going to save it for the top four teams. But Cincinnati, I think, is proving that they can at least deserve a shot. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a field of four, but you expand it to eight. You get more. Uh, you get more worthy football games, and then also you get to maybe see if they're going to be the Cinderella team. But we're not going to know if you keep it to four teams. And I think that ratings are going to go down because of it. Yeah, you okay. have to. You have to allow that for that spoiler effect. I think, and especially this year, right? Like, like the Pac-12 doesn't even have a quarter of a season going in. Like going into a lot of these teams, like. You know, if COVID hurts some of these teams, even in the Big Ten, yeah, they're going to have maybe two, three games to put on their resume. They're like, hey, this is my case for making the playoff. So right. if you're going to expand it, expand it this year. But they didn't. Yeah. So you're you know, right, because I mean, I, I mean, not to go off topic, the NFL, I'm, I'm pretty sure the NFL's added two extra teams in the playoffs this year. Am I correct? They will. If yeah. more. If, OK, if meaningful games get canceled due to COVID, then they're essentially mm-hmm. going to make up those games theoretically by adding two more spaces well, in the It's not too late. That's not, what I'm saying. I don't think it's, it's too late. late. They yeah. can still do it. Like, do it on a whim. No one can – like, you're not going to upset anybody by adding two more spots, three – you know, four more spots to the playoff. And it'd be better for teams like the Big Ten and the Pac-12 who just started. Give them an extra game to really see what they're talking – what they're about. Well, they, they already sort of did do the extra game in a way – and the, by the way, the Pac-12 has pretty much canceled most of their games anyways. They're not even getting games underway because they have COVID. They're having to do makeshift games like UCLA and California. They weren't even supposed to play each other. But I just saw, games, I just saw the play. Pac-12 just canceled another game, it looks like. Um, yeah. I think it was Washington I think Washington. State. Yep. <laughs> we know what we think about that on this podcast. I'm just saying. Oh, you blunt, you blunt rolling? Blunt blowing? Joint rolling. Joint rolling. Anyway, it's okay. Um, 420 friendly podcast. It, I mean, we are. I mean, it, it, it's it's going that way. And I, I'd like to be an advocate for, you know, uh, recreational cannabis one day. So that, you know, like, well, it's it's 2020. It's not, like, it's obviously a, a crime that it is illegal in some places already. But Lazy has a medical card, right? So that's cool, yeah. Yes, actually. What the Puerto Rican one got that off topic? But yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that some black market shit? Or you just- no, actually, government. No, shit. Is. Government, government uh, surprisingly enough, uh, medical marijuana is very easy to get in the state of Puerto Rico. And you can bring it across states to places like Michigan, Ohio, California, Colorado, Maryland. Um, and I'm able to get, get stuff for Florida as well. So guys, if you want a medical marijuana card without the hassle, whoever's listening, take your butt to Puerto Rico and it'll take <laughs> 75 bucks and all it would do is six hours and you got a medical marijuana card. Yeah, that's what you'd be like. Anyway, good plug. Good plug for weed, lazy. If you're going to come to the podcast and plug anything, I thought you were going to plug weed. So it was already expected. <laughs> All right, moving on with week 11, um, Michigan and Wisconsin. One, Wisconsin looks really good. Two, Wisconsin, or Michigan looks really, really bad. Yeah, I'm going to go in the side of Michigan looks really, really bad. But also well, I'm Graham saying Mertz, both. both. Graham, but I was going to say, though, Graham Mertz is a good quarterback, although he was kind of okay 
I'm not, I mean, he didn't really have to do that much in no. this ball game. Wisconsin was able to roll right through Michigan. And yeah. Michigan's just not a good football team right now, which kind of surprises me. And this is the second year in a row where a certain team has let me down. And I think Michigan is that team this year because I bought into Michigan after they beat Minnesota. I don't know why. Minnesota's not even that good of a team. So Michigan beats them. I buy into them, and they've sucked ever since. I guess this is a shame on me. I think it's a last-year hangover, right? Like Minnesota was good last year. And, and you know, these teams that are like – you know, never good. And then they were good last year. You want them to kind of like be consistent and continue. And then they just sometimes don't. But, but isn't that has been the, the story with these hardball Wolverines? They're going to be good next year. And what the fuck happens? I'm talking about Minnesota, but yeah, no, but you're Minnesota, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Just me being a Buckeye, I got to automatically shit on Michigan. So it's like, <laughs> it's just, I mean, I understand. I, I knew he's jumping at the bit for that. He was like, yeah, fuck I, Michigan. Fuck, honestly, Right now, I know we're talking about Minnesota and the Gophers. I love their, uh, I love their uniforms and everything in that matter. But you can't lose to fucking Minnesota. I don't care how good they are in a year that you went before. You can't lose to Minnesota. Like, well, Michigan beat Minnesota. Michigan did beat Minnesota coming out the gate. Good, but at the end of the day, Michigan's garbage. That's all right. We're, we gotta, we're gonna move. You got plenty of time to shit on Michigan all podcast. Uh, I just want to get through last week. Uh, let's see. Miami squeak squeaks out one against Ooh. Virginia Tech. That was a game to watch. Yeah, that, that was, was a game. great Apparent, game. Yeah, apparently Miami was like they were this close to canceling the game because they were depleted at a few positions due to COVID, right. but they played, they played. And I really don't give a shit. I kind of wish they had lost, but whatever. They won. No, well, it's but it's good. I, I, you know what? As bad as uh, Miami lost to Clemson, for these guys to come back and go to Virginia Tech and beat them, even though it was by one point, that's pretty impressive to me. I mean, that's a tough uh, one. That's a tough one, and I and the coach that they have now, he's definitely he's getting his players in and they're listening. And I'm not saying that the U is bad, but. He has a nice program right now, and I, and I feel like Miami's not going anywhere, uh, not going nowhere anytime soon. Why you always lying? <laughs> Dude, Miami, like, it's not impressive. I don't care. Like, it's a good win because it's a win, but uh, you're talking about a Virginia Tech team who is, like, okay, and, you know, I think they're good, but they just lost to Liberty. Liberty is a good team. Liberty good, is – they're right. They're good. I know. But, like, that's not what you strive for if you're a Miami or if you're a Virginia Tech. You're striving True. for, like, ACC championship, which uh, Miami's never been True. to an ACC championship. So, they're probably not striving for that anyway. But, um, you know, that's what they want. That's what they're what, – that's where they want to be. They don't want to be almost losing to the team that lost to Liberty. But but think about it. They're 7-1. What was the last time Miami was 7-1? I know. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it. a win is a win is a win. It's a good win. And I'm not going to hate on my – like, Miami did good in getting that win. Um, he, you know, you're saying they were depleted. I didn't know that up until now. So, 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 so maybe, uh, maybe that had a lot to do with the closeness of the score, but I don't know. So we'll Quarterback see. threw 38 times. He threw a lot. No, yeah, they King's a beast. If, you, if you're going to throw 38 times, you better win. Put the team on your back. Okay. Yeah. Um, Marshall continues its undefeated season. They're 7-0. They roll past yeah, Middle yeah. Tennessee. Um, SMU drops one to Tulsa. Tulsa playing spoiler. And I don't know if you caught the game last night. 
I don't uh, know. I saw replays. I don't know. I saw replays. You know, you're watching the Seahawks and the Cardinals. It, yeah, I you, you should have turned it to this game. Really? That the last minute of this game's crazy. The last half of the game's crazy. They were down fourteen nothing. Mm. They come back. They tie the game. Um, and then it goes into overtime. There were some crazy plays going. I can't even remember what happened, but it was insane. Tulsa pulled it out, and they got a stud at running back too. Good I got, for them. Put put you know upset take notes. Too. Yeah, it's I'll, I'll root for I'll root for Tulsa just because their quarterback's first name is Davis, and I never meet other <laughs> Davis. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, the, I, 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 I noticed that too. Um, Liberty continues undefeated streak uh, in week ten. Um, Nebraska Beat barely them. barely beats Penn State. They were up ahead, and they let mm-hmm. Penn State kind of come back. Almost lost that game. Read a crazy article about Penn State today. Look out for that in these next couple of weeks. Oh yeah, apparently uh, James Franklin told a player like like uh, not to press charges over mm-hmm. something. I didn't really read. No, nope. he told him uh, don't talk to the cops. Pretty much about the situation. No, that's how you know. Wait a minute. You know, Penn State's losing is the team is starting to turn. Well, we've we've seen some stuff. Jerry Sandusky at Penn State. His name. His name was mentioned in the article as well. So, yeah, not 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 like he wasn't like they use him as in a as a metaphor. Pretty much the players use the players over at Penn State apparently use Sandusky as a metaphor to physically touch a person in a way. I'm about to so go. I guess I'm that's about to go a cultural completely over there conspiracy in, theory right now. <laughs> that's a culture over there in Penn, in Penn State, it sounds like. It's uh, Alex Jones. They're interdimensional pedophiles at Penn State University football team. <laughs> I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Yeah, all right. Let's... Uh... <laughs> You didn't know I had all these sounds on the soundboard, did you? Facts. Yeah. Ah. He is making a ton of money to spout a bunch of shit. Hmm. You don't think uh, frogs are gay? All right. Anyway, um, the biggest story last week, to me, honestly, is uh, I think they had 15 games postponed or canceled due to COVID or COVID-related in- uh issues so and we had alabama lsu biggest game usually every sec year canceled ohio state maryland would have been a banger of a game to watch tulia tugavaloa play uh, against ohio state i think it would have been a close game this early i think it would have been season. a close game too i thought that would have been a good game so sure. we don't get to see that and i'm that that is the game i wanted to see last uh, two weeks ago and i am i'm like man or last week not two that's weeks the ago. time we live in right now damn yeah, so just very upset about that. Um, even even Texas A&M at Tennessee, not so much. Uh, yeah, these other games, not so much. All right, one game I didn't mention because I want to save this one for last. Uh, Kyle Trask absolutely goes off against Felipe Franks in Arkansas and uh, used to be your quarterback bowl. So, it, like, my thoughts on that, you know, he throws, what, six touchdown passes, five in the first half. And very efficient too. Very efficient. Twenty-nine without Kyle Pitts. It, this was a Heisman game. If if there's mm-hmm. any game you're going to point out um, to Heisman voters, I'd say that this game. Um, he was accurate. He was accurate as you could fucking be. I mean, I saw him. Uh, I, I think it on his fifth touchdown pass, or may, might have been a sixth. Throw it like he stared the safety or the linebacker over to the left a little bit, and 
threw a good touch pass right to the back of the end zone, you know, just right where it needed to be. That's pro product placement right there. And I don't know what else. I don't know if he's the best quarterback. I don't know if Florida has the best offense, but no one's doing it better right now. So Florida's looking really, really good on offense. And no one's doing it better right now, but also it helps that all the other Heisman candidates all either had bye weeks or they had COVID bye weeks. Or they couldn't play. Yeah. Yeah. So it helps that he was able to make himself stand out and push him, like pull himself away from the crowd. So yeah, he's the front runner right now. Let's just see like where the, the other, what the other teams do, where this all goes at the end of the day. I'm not calling Kyle Trask the Heisman trophy winner right now, but damn it. If it were awarded today, I'd give it to him. This guy has the best numbers in all of college football right now. He has been the most consistent quarterback and it just feels so damn good to be able to say that Florida has a quarterback. About like it's a been time. over 10 years since He's I've the been best. able to say that. He's the best quarterback at Florida since Tebow. He, and, and that's just that's just a fact. That's just what it is. A, his yeah, his numbers, by the way, are identical to – or not really identical. Like In certain categories, his numbers match where Spurrier was up to this point and where Danny Werfel was up to this point wow uh and i think kyle trask out of all of them has already sort of beaten them in statistics and then on a side note um for those of you uh you might be new to the podcast davis and i are big gator fans and uh usually our other co-host he's a florida state fan so we like to focus on the florida schools a little bit more but anyway dan mullen up until this point 26 and 6 overall coaching record same coaching record as urban meyer and steve spurrier when they started so mm-hmm. um a lot of like coinciding stats like that, you know, it's like the Fibonacci sequence or something. I don't know. Hey, Mullen's a good on. coach. He, y'all probably got a, a pretty decent coach too, because the because just I could tell just by his energy, just by everything that's been going on, I, I would want my kid to pay for play for Spurrier. He yeah, like, yeah for, his uh, wife. I mean, his wife will make out with you, so that's a plus. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> don't talk, don't talk about Mrs. Mullen like that. She is a nice lady. All right, moving. On, um, I was going to show highlights from the games last week, but I, oh, wait, here we go. I got, I do, I do have something, uh, for you guys. So this, um, this is going to be the, uh, play of the week from last week. And Joey will be happy about this. Uh, I, I think Joey will be happy about this. Y'all seeing that good? Oh, yeah. Is this going to be the – oh, yeah. I know I know it's coming up. Yeah, so NC State, uh, Florida State, fourth quarter. Uh, Florida State's losing big time. And you just really just want to see some fight in your guys at this point. Oh, no. Uh, uh Oh, we got the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, they're going to take that off anyway. All right. Um, I do not own any of this, but he throws a big shot and in the legs, catches it, rolls out of the back of the end zone. What a play. Good awareness to realize, holy shit, that ball is wow. in the middle of my knees. Wow. And just roll it out like a G. Wow. So, on, I will say on that note, uh, yeah, Florida State is a fucking garbage fire. And there's an article on ESPN.com right now that basically chronicalizes 2014 to now and everything that's led up to how they're playing right now it's a fascinating article it's really long it took me a little while to read it but if you have like an if you have like 30 minutes 
read this article and it, it definitely like dives deep into all the shit that has gone on at Florida State since they won their title. Like when I mean, that winning the t- them winning the title only caused them to go downhill. Let me guess. It started with those fucking facilities. Yeah, it, uh, that was actually a big reason. The <laughs> facilities were shit. And so Jimbo never wanted to leave Florida State. And he was constantly. I believe his son is his still brain. over there. I, I he could be. That's I, what I my really brother tells me. Well, uh, they loved Tallahassee. They didn't want to leave. They didn't want his dad to leave. And Jimbo didn't want to leave. But he constantly fought with the administration over finances. Mm. He basically felt like they weren't going to give him what he wanted. And ultimately, when everything started going down, and he finally had enough, he took Texas A&M, a place where they were going to give him what he wanted. I, I think Texas A&M is a good spot for him, but I, I hear a lot of negative things about, but Texas A&M, they, you know, they're looking like they, they got a lot of money. Po- yeah. They could possibly make a playoff spot, you know, right now. So we'll, we'll see how that opinion fluctuates right now. Uh, this is the worst play of the week as judged by me. <laughs> I think um, Toledo had this game in the bag. I think uh, they were down either three point or Western Michigan was down uh, previously another field goal or another touchdown. Before this, they get the onside kick, take the ball down the field within a minute, and then they run this this jewel of a play. Yeah, spike, spike the ball, spike the ball. This guy's open 60 yards from the nearest defender, and he's just going to whoopsie-daisies catch the ball and score. Toledo lost the game on this play right here. Are you serious? I think that's a damn good fake, though. That was probably that's the best a good fake spike. Fake. That's the best fake spike I've ever seen. <laughs> that's why <laughs> no one expected it. I had, I had a problem. I had a problem saying it was the worst play of the week, uh, but because it's, you know, you think you're going to spike it. You pulled a fast one. But regardless, that guy's wide open. He's just chilling, and he kind of did a little Where did sneak. he come from? They, they set it up, so it's a really good play. They set it up. He was coming uh, from, like, the side. Like, he was kind of, like, on the sideline, kind of not uh-huh. on the side. And uh-huh. then he just lined up right there, didn't see him. Game over. Fact. Yep. Good. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Oh shit! I didn't. I didn't skip past. Wait a minute. No, we did. We we did week eleven. All right. All right. We're good. We're good. We're good. Sorry. So week twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week twelve. Week twelve. Week twelve. Bump, 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 bump. Week twelve. Before I get this going. All right. Hang on. Uh, Man, I need to buy some. So I, after this, I'm going to go to the store. You got to buy some razors. I know you can't see it because I'm kind of Captain Redbeard, but my face is itchy. I can tell you keep rubbing it. I know, dude. I'm I'm itching right now. I, I normally don't. I normally shave and keep it nice and smooth, but oh, he's got a baby face. See, I don't have. I don't have, I don't have yeah, Rudy, I'm not like your Captain Redbeard, but oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was it looks okay. bad it looks bad in person like I, I i can't pull off a beard at all if i if i went two weeks without shaving i don't think like, i've ever beard, seen you with a beard now that i think about it it's because i always shave yeah i look terrible it's like i can't grow any hair like down here nothing like over here really up here nothing how long does your mustache get I don't, it don't, the mustache is paper thin but like even even with a full beard like i'm not gonna lie dude i think i think if you had like a beard or a mustache or something you'd look like like a pedophile i'd look (laughs) there's actually like i'm not i'm not even joking dude there's a picture (laughs) i have there's a picture i have um where i went a month without shaving as part of no shave november 
worst decision I ever made in my life. And I've um, made bad decisions, I but gotta, that was a terrible one. I got to get a hold of that picture. It's awful. <laughs> it looks like I had pubes all on my face. Okay. Um, so we had some action. We had some action Tuesday and Wednesday. And let me tell you, I, I appreciate the action that's going around this year. I, I love football on a Wednesday night. I love I football. I love football any night. night. They do it on a Tuesday too. <laughs> so I'm saying anyway, so if, as we were saying earlier, if you did not watch Tulane at Tulsa, very exciting ending, at least go watch the highlights. Cause you'll be like, Oh shit. You know, while I was watching Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, this was happening. Also great game. Tulsa um, pulls it out, pulls the rabbit out of the hat in the end. I'm not going to ruin it for you. It was, it was a good, it was a good match. I came or a good game. I can't <clears> even remember um, how the I sequence just, went down right now, but it was good. Oh, it was hail Mary. Yes. That's what it was. Then, it was hail Mary. They threw yeah. a hail Mary to go into overtime. Yeah. It, that, that sends overtime. I just want to give a shout out to the Mac for making sure we have football Monday through Friday or Monday, actually Sunday through Sunday, the Maction makes sure that we have football every single day. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, they make sure we have our football filled. And it, these, it, it's two teams that could be one and three. I give two shits about what Kent State and Ball yeah. State are doing. But for some reason on a Tuesday night, all I want to see is what Kent State and Ball State are up to, especially if you're a gambler. I'm not really much of a gambler, but I'm always fascinated by following the spread. If you're a gambler, though, that's your paradise. You love that game. Yeah, no, and I actually our, – our good friend Devin, uh, he, he bet on this game big, and he ended up winning. He said that was the most exci- – even though this is an American conference – the Tulane Tulsa game was American conference, but he was like, that was the most exciting bet I've ever made in my life. So, I mean, you can have fun. You can have fun with these games. I don't know. I think he bet the over. I think he bet the over. I'm not sure. For which game? Tulsa and Tulane. Oh, okay. I can't remember. I don't even know what the over was. Actually, that would have been a smart call. I mean, 54. Was it? I imagine the over and under was probably like 40s. I think he said he bet the over, but so yeah. Although Tulsa's a damn good football team this year. Yeah. Their, their only loss was a very close loss to Oklahoma State. And Oklahoma State is considered the best team in the pack in the Big Twelve still. Yeah, they are uh, come comeback kings, like for sure. For sure comeback kings. Uh, they came back against UCF, won that game, came back last night, and that was that was crazy. So I mean I, I think I think they just have that in them. That's kind of one of those teams, like back in the day when Florida State was down 14 in the fourth quarter, you were like, we're winning this well, game. Well, guess who they got at the end of or their, Miami. Um, their uh, fucking uh, schedule. Next week like, or what? No, nah, at the end of their schedule, Tulsa. Tulsa? Oh, uh, oh uh, Cincinnati. Exactly. Cincinnati. Cincinnati? <laughs> they, that game moved to December 12th. I don't know if they did that on purpose. I think they did, unless it was COVID-related, and that's why they did it. But they did move that game to December 12th, which would make a lot of sense because that could effectively be the conference championship. Okay. Although they do have a formal conference championship. So Tulsa's not, not going to do that. Tulsa's not pulling out the spoiler. I know what you're thinking, and I'm, gonna just, I'm just going to go ahead and stop you. Look, if Cincinnati's going to lose, it's going to be this week. This week, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Never a time for upset. And you know, I like Tulsa. I really do. I like Tulsa, but I, I think it's, if it's Cincinnati's last game and they got to close this shit out, I think that that you're playing with a highly motivated team. Now, Cincinnati yeah. loses this game against UCF and then goes into the Tulsa game. Maybe they lose that game too, coming off of like, oh, we've we done, you know, we're, we're not going to the playoffs. We're not going to a New Year's Six. So, you know, they lose, I don't know. Maybe they'll go to a New Year's Six if they lose one. Who knows? Anyway, uh, let's see. Friday, tonight, um, we got Purdue at Minnesota, if you care about watching that on the Big Ten Network. I, Syracuse I at Louisville. Uh, shout out our buddy in Tampa, Colin, uh, rocking the orange. Rocking That's the right. orange. He's a, he's a Syracuse guy. With the Dino Babers. I'm playing him in fantasy football this week, and I picked up Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, who is uh, starting at quarterback, but – He's at tight end. Ah, which I did. Yeah. I'm starting him over Jonu Smith. Might not be the smartest play, but then again, like the ceiling's high. The ceiling's super high. So I'm like, and this is like, you're never going to be able to do it. So I'm like, I'm doing it. I am breeze off for three weeks. Yeah. I said, I said, go look at, uh, I said, go look at fantasy right now. Um, see who I'm playing at tight end. He said, you son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 Anyway. All right. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. We got some good games. I'm going to go ahead and get the Florida game out of the way, get these noon games out of the way. Um, Florida is going to be rocking the icy, icy white against Vandy. Uh, obviously, I got Florida in this <laughs> one. Uh, obviously. That, yeah, that's going to be a fucking ass whooping. It's going to be an ass whooping. Uh, and well, we got that out the, out the way yeah. first. Yeah, you got to get at it At 31 and a half spread, I'm tempted. I, I think Florida's going to take the over at 68. But at the same time, for some reason, at 31 and a half, Florida's going to downplay this game so much to where I have a feeling Vandy just might cover. But <clears throat> that's only because Florida's going to downplay this like crazy. It would not surprise me yeah, if Kyle Trask yeah. doesn't play the second half. And I he hope he doesn't. Hey, he I hope he doesn't. I don't want him to play the second half. help, yeah, dude. Florida is in the driver's seat for the SEC East. They have an easy schedule from here on out. <clears throat> Theoretically, they have an easy schedule from here on out. Blow blow the piss out of them at the first half, but then wait, whoa, well, what? Hey, hey, I know, I just said that. <laughs> Come on, bro, you can't say that shit on this. Blow the piss blowing, out. blowing piss and sh- oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just added Taysom Hill to my football team. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, you got to do that. Um, yeah, Florida's gonna win this game. I'm, I'm not going to make it a lock just because I, I like to make my locks interesting, obviously. Uh, but as good as Kyle Trask is, you have to pave the way for the future. You got to get Emory Jones and you got to get Anthony Richardson some snaps. And I'm telling you, those guys fit the Dan Mullen scheme in the spread option offense. Um, and so I want to see Emory <laughs> at least get a full quarter in. He got a full quarter-ish in against Arkansas and he looked pretty good um anthony richardson uh i think he had a tipped ball at the line and he got picked off so didn't really have an opportunity there and the time before that against missouri he fumbled the ball on a quarterback keeper up the middle so uh, you know last two plays anthony richardson had turnovers so probably looking to get uh the bad taste out of his mouth there i'd like to see some backups play if they get far enough ahead vandy 
Could be sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. They got nothing to lose in. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing is more surprising than a college football team with nothing to lose. Yeah. But Vandy sucks. Vandy sucks. Yeah, Vandy sucks. <laughs> <Some garbage. laughs> uh, okay. Uh, need, uh, on that note, need a beer. On that note, we'll go to Florida State. Uh, they yeah, host. You got that one too. That's gonna be an ass whooping too. They 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 host the defending national champs, Clemson. Stay tuned, uh, college football extravaganza listeners. I'll be in Tallahassee for post game coverage with Joey Clark, our co-host. Yeah, everyone knows Joey. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> with Bobby Bowden. No, I'm fucking with y'all. <laughs> um, with Joey. The gay boy Clark. <laughs> he talks shit on him because he's driving right now. Anyway, um, yeah, Clemson's gonna wax that ass, and Ua Ugalele oh, yeah. is is gonna probably shit. Well, you playing? Sunshine? Hey, no, 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 no. Wait. No, it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Trevor Lawrence is back. Oh, yeah. Oh God. Oh, That's why I said there's gonna be ass whooping. It's gonna be an ass whooping, and I and I had tickets to this game. By the way, my yeah. work. My work, we give them away, and we had extras, so I had a pair. And I'm just okay. like, I- I'm not, I'm not gonna go to Tallahassee. Yeah. There's, the only reason why I would go see day in Tallahassee. <laughs> is just to go see Trevor Lawrence. I don't give a shit about Florida State football, true, especially true, right now. True, but true. I wanted to go see Trevor Lawrence. Facts. I could go. Reason. Joey offered me a ticket, and uh, I was gonna go, but it's at the same time as this event I'm going to for uh, some other other obligations. Um, yeah, Florida State is going into the game, and hot, hot, mm-hmm. hot. they're not going to be. It's not going to be good. Anyway. They ain't looking. They wasn't looking too forward to this game all week. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Do I have a? I don't even have this game up on my tabs because I'm not going to make it a lock. Okay. Uh, interesting game. Coastal Carolina at 15 and undefeated, hosting Appalachian State. Just keep an eye out for it. Uh, you know, yeah, that'll be that'll be probably Coastal's best game. Yeah, uh, App State six and one. They're a, they're a damn good team, uh, despite facing off against a really good and surprising Coastal Carolina team. It's at Coastal. I don't know what the home field advantage is like over at Coastal, but this is a really fun school at the same time. I, I like Coastal to win plus uh, <laughs> minus five um, at four. Okay, I like the over. I really like the over. I was going to say that. Um, you know what? I think I'm going to lock in Coastal to cover and get the over. At oh. oh, shit. He locked it up. And you know what? I'm going to lock it up, too. I'm going to lock up the over with you because seeing that at 48, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I, I think it's going to be a good game. And it's at minus five. I, I think I'm going to lock it up. We got double locks. By the way, Lazy, um, you get three locks. I'm sorry I didn't tell you beforehand. You get three Dang, locks. Man. If I mean, you could go on the lock on this with us just so you have this, like, have an interest in this game. It's always fun. Fact. I'm going to put a – yeah, lock me in for this. Locked it up. All right, now you got games to kind of think about. You just pull up ESPN or something and look at the schedule, look at the spread and get some locks in. You can lock in wins. You can lock in uh, plus minus. You can lock in over under. Okay. My dog's barking, so if you hear me shushing. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> anyway, you think, um, you think? Oh, by the way, lazy. When Rudy came over to my house uh, mm-hmm. last week to record a podcast, my dog like shit everywhere. Are you serious? Yeah, because he was like freaking out. 
I well, oh, nervous. I had to give him a bath. Before, it was, the podcast was delayed because I had to give my dog a bath. Wow. It was it was kind of uh, it was wow. kind of my fault because he was he was running he was doing circles around mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. trying to calm him down and uh, he went to this like corner area and I was like if mm-hmm. I cut him off right here I can I can like maybe get him and like kind of calm him down. He was like no no and he ran past me and he just shit he just shit. Wow. Him. Yeah he. Anyway, uh, <laughs> BYU with a barn burner against Northern Alabama, and this is why you're not going to make the playoffs. BYU. This is why Northern you're not Alabama. making the playoffs. You're playing North BYU, Alabama. BYU was dealt a tough hand at the start of the year. They, they all their games got canceled because they were, you know, they they they, they they're independent, so they were kind of screwed from the get go. So they had to pick up where they could pick up. And North Alabama, who, by the way, was an opponent of UWF just a couple of years ago, they now get to travel to the nice snowy mountain of BYU. And by the way, my oh, they, they're going to be girl, my uh, my girlfriend's brother-in-law is finally dressing out. He'll be on the sidelines. He's like the fifth-string quarterback, but he's dressing okay. out for this game. Oh. Let's go. Let's go. His name is Rhett Riley, so look for number 19 on the sidelines. Damn, son. We fu- we've been talking about him the whole season on this we podcast. Have. And he's finally going to stand on the sidelines. He's getting the dress out, son. Let's he's, go. This is his Rudy moment. This Let's is go. Yeah, this is his Rudy <laughs> moment. That, that is for sure. Hey, shout out to Riley, son. I'm going to come in and make some plays. He's going to 50-yard touchdown reception. Go insane! It's gonna be insane if he gets a touchdown. We're gonna put it on this podcast. We're gonna bring Actually, him on for real. Um, I would not be. Actually, I'm gonna make a bold prediction that because they're gonna kick the shit out of North Alabama, he also plays defense. It would not be surprised if he like made an appearance on defense. Register his name in the record books. Hey, let's go. Hey, if he gets on, if he gets, even if he doesn't get on, bring him on the show. But right. like, but like, dude, like, we talk about you literally every single week. You are the un- you're the unsung hero of this podcast. Yeah, he is because we're underdogs. He's an underdog too. BYU's an underdog. Um, but yeah, my point exactly. Um, whenever he said, you know, North Alabama, what you know, they played UWF, and so to me, it's like this is why BYU's not made. Like I don't, you know, who cares? It's like they're gonna win. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm glad for your sister's, uh, sister's so my brother, your girlfriend's sister's boyfriend's brother-in-law. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, we're moving on to bigger and better things. And that, I mean, Arkansas State and Texas State. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. We're not talking about that. Okay. Uh, I mean, LSU at Arkansas. I think Arkansas gets a win here. They bounce back, and they get that golden boot. Uh, Felipe, motivated after that loss against Florida, is going to win. Um, I'm going to go ahead and lock this because Arkansas is an underdog at home at plus one and a half. So that's going to be my second lock of the week. Arkansas, the Razorbacks, baby. Pig suey. Pig suey. That's my best one. <laughs> I'm not locking anything involving Arkansas. Fine. Me neither. It's <laughs> okay. It's fine. You don't have to. But honestly, like Felipe last week, he was he played a good game. I think the Florida defense played a good game minus the big plays, but 
you can't minus the big plays. You have to count the big plays. That's that's how they get yards. It's a big place. So I did, you know, I I understand they go three and out a couple times. You get good stops, but if you can't stop that long ball with a guy who can throw the ball, like maybe a Justin Fields or a Trevor Lawrence, who's gonna hit those guys every time. Like Felipe missed a couple long bombs, and you're talking about uh, playing guys in the playoffs and Alabama and Mac Jones that don't miss those long bombs. So yeah, so that you can't discount these big plays. That that's a concern for Florida going forward, but also Felipe hitting some of those. He looked good to me. Like, uh, you know, when he threw the ball in the swamp, it's like, that's a, that's a sight that I've seen before. Hey, he threw that big touchdown pass from, uh, was it? it was like the very first play. Uh, it was in their first series at least. And that was like a 50 plus yard touchdown. It yeah. was easy. It looked, yeah. He looked really good on that. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, and then good. the rest of the game played out. And then we just completely bitch slapped him, which mm-hmm. felt, great but y'all got a a lot of ex ex gator quarterbacks we do that and uh florida state and alabama and uh, we do have a lot of ex. (laughs) no i I guess my feelings towards felipe stem from my media career because i've met i've interviewed felipe three times now and at least two out of those three times i sat there knowing felipe did not really have that good of a game (laughs) But he was over there like, oh, I'm, I'm tough shit. Like, I'm so good. And then – hold on, Drake. Uh, and then it was really the, the game that we all went to in Orlando where Felipe played like dog shit the whole game. Mm-hmm. And the, after the game, he, was, he just had this attitude like, oh, yeah, like we won because of me. I had a good game. We won because of me. And I left that interview just thinking that guy is so full of shit. And mm-hmm. then he broke <laughs> I think I he was hate that, but yeah. and, but Kyle Trask all along is a great quarterback. And just think for three years, Kyle Trask sat on the bench, and for three years, a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback was on your bench behind Felipe Franks. Yeah, I mean that, and I mean that's just some people's that, time. Some people's time is on a different time than most yeah. folks. That's just as how it is. As that sounds, yeah. He has seniority too, so you know, yeah, coaches, yeah. coaches usually. And you see that attitude yeah. that he had. He 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 alpha. I right. mean, he walked around like he was alpha, but now yeah. he had another. Well, also, team. also, so, I mean, now I know not to really get away from Trask too, or not mm-hmm. to get away from Franks too much, but Trask definitely benefited under. He benefits right now under his current coach, not under McElwain. And it's like Joe Burrow was at Ohio State. It wasn't right mm-hmm. for him. It's LSU. He found a situation mm-hmm. that worked for him. Exactly. And he, exactly. Went, he went on to do great things. So I think that's just the simple case is that Trask is in a situation where it works great for him, ultimately didn't work for Franks. And now Franks is at Arkansas getting to do what he can do. It's mm-hmm. like when Driscoll, Jeff Driscoll went to Louisiana Tech. He got to do his thing there. And now yeah. Felipe gets to do his thing at Arkansas. And I honestly Who was the kid that went to uh, Virginia Tech? Are you talking about NC State? No. no Jacoby Brissett? Oh, no, no, no. West Virginia. Who's the quarterback? That oh, was? Will Greer. Don't, don't even talk about Will Greer, dude. <laughs> Will Greer. Don't even bring What could have been? Shut what up. What could have been? I don't even want to talk about it. Look, if Will Greer was And then we had to deal with Tryon, Treon, what the fuck his name was. Florida has two what-if what quarterbacks, I think, maybe even more. Um, and that's, in my mind, Cam Newton – and Will Greer, those two guys could have changed the trajectory of Florida football, either for the better, for probably for better with Cam. Obviously, if you got Urban Meyer and Cam Newton continuing that thing, you shouldn't have stole the laptop. Obviously, why'd you steal the laptop, Cam? Dumb but, kid. 
Well, kid. yeah, he just made a dumb mistake. Dumb kid at the time. Stupid. At the time. It, yeah, dumb ended, kid at the time. Ended up like things happen for a reason. Went to Auburn, won a national championship, won a Heisman. So it, things See? fell where they needed yeah. to fall. Will Greer could have won the Heisman at Florida, in my opinion. I think that 2015 think team. So? Yeah, with that 2015 team with Will Greer going into, uh, I think they were 7-0, going into an LSU game where LSU was 7-0, 6-0, and that was the biggest game on the schedule. They lost by a touchdown because we had Treon Harris, um, who filled in. He did what he could, but he's not a Will Greer. And and we ended up losing that game by a touchdown. And then you, you go on, and I think we only lost another one other game, and that was to Florida State, which was a very, very close defensive ball game that year. Went to the uh, SEC championship, got a bitch slapped by Alabama. I think all of those games are much closer with Will Greer there. The team plays more excited. And the offense moves because the offense didn't move after that. You got me started. I don't even want to talk about it. Anymore. All right, we were, we were talking about five, Arkansas. five can, years ago. We can definitely move on from Arkansas. Yes. Um, I'm sorry for all you listeners that are, like, not interested in Florida or Florida State. This is what this podcast is. It's got, like, we kind of get off on tangents on shit-talking Florida schools. And now with Lazy as a special guest, Ohio State, Michigan, probably a lot of shit talk, sidetrack going there too. Um, but here's something for you. Big 10, Lazy, who do you have? Uh, Wisconsin at Northwestern. Oh, Wisconsin. Good. Wisconsin. Yeah. But I don't see them. I don't see them beating Northwestern by. Well, I'm looking at the spread now. I said they beating them by a touchdown. I don't think it's going to be about a touchdown. I think it's going to be at least maybe four. I think Northwestern will cover that spread. Are you confident enough to lock it? Yeah, I'm locking that. It's a lock. That's two locks for lazy. Wisconsin at Northwestern. I need to go back and look at uh, the spread one more time. So Wisconsin, I mean, Wisconsin's putting up points. Uh, they, they've been a very efficient offense. Wisconsin – in North, so Northwestern though is nothing to fuck with. I think no. at Northwestern mm-hmm. at seven and a half. This is going to be a, a really close game. Peyton Ramsey, remember that name from Indiana? Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of funny how he leaves one Big Ten team to go to another, and is having even better success. I think that's a really that's that's why you transfer is because you believe you can have that kind of success. I think Wisconsin's going to win the football game. For a fact. Northwestern's gonna make this interesting. Gonna, they're gonna make it interesting. I think it's gonna be. I think the. I love the over and under at forty four. I, I want the over to hit. I think the over will hit. I just don't like the line at seven and a mm-hmm. half. So mm-hmm. I, I I'm going to lock the over, but I'm not gonna touch the line. Oh shit! We got another. There we go. Okay. So two. I, I got. We got. I to use two. To use two. Use two. We got one lock left. All right. Um. I think I skipped over. Um. This one, this big one, in the American Conference. We were talking about it earlier. Cincinnati travels to the bounce house, um, which won't be as bouncy, but but it's Florida, (laughs) so we're still bouncing a little bit over here. I don't know about the rest of the country. Um, Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, UCF with a, I think, six, minus six spread. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got it at minus five and a half now. Um, I got a $20 bet with my roommate. Um, and I gave him, I think three, I gave him minus three plus three. So for, for UCF, so I'm going to go and lock this one up. I got Cincinnati. 
I got Cincinnati coming in and winning the game, and they're going to make it very, very hard uh, to keep them out of the college football playoff. I'm going to watch that game. I'm not getting home. Yeah, that's a good game. It's it's 3.30, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's in the middle of the day. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would love this game if, if everything was normal, if the bounce house mm-hmm. was bouncing and it's a night game. I, oh, I would yeah. pick UCF big time. Oh, big time. Home yeah. field advantage is there. I'm picking mm-hmm. UCF. But, mm-hmm. you know, and even now, yeah, I'm like, UCF, even now, UCF could win. They could, yeah. they, they could win. Like, Dylan this, Gabriel could throw for 600 yards. And this is going, run. this is going to be a damn good football game that I thought so much about. Like, I thought a lot about this football game. It might go to overtime. And, yeah. Look, the I, over and under, I was at the over and under 65 and a half. I'm taking the over. Uh, Cincinnati at five and a half. I don't like that either. You know why? Because I think I like UCF to win the ball game. They're at home. They're motivated. They're five and two, but those two losses are like, mm, they're tough two losses. Mm-hmm. Like UCF could have won those football games. They're, they're tough two losses. I like, I like UCF to win this football game. They've come a long way this whole season. Okay. They are, they are in this game. So you're they're calling the upset. I, I'm calling the upset. I, I'm not locking anything in though. Okay. No, oh. Okay. I'm not, but I like I like the upset and I like the over. I like the, okay. I like that. I like it all. Look, uh, the, I like the over too, and I would lock it. But the only reason I'm not is because I have that mm-hmm. bet with my roommate already that uh, yeah, Cincinnati's yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I might as well stay true and like bet what I'm gonna bet. Um, but UCF against Tulsa, like you blew it. Like there, <laughs> you, you know, like. There is a thing with UCF in the fourth quarter in the last five minutes that just something has happened this year that has ruined a, what could have been an undefeated football season. And, you know, this is your chance to get redemption. I want UCF to win. I want, like, there to be no argument for Cincinnati to go to the playoffs. Well, they lost to UCF, so they're out. That would be great. I don't see it happening. Oregon host UCLA. Um, I'm not, I, I wanted to talk about this game because I'm not very impressed uh, by Oregon just and yet. Early, that's like a nine o'clock game for them. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's super early. That's, that's going to be like new. See, and that's, that's why I like the Cincinnati UCF game. Cause it's at a three thirty time. slot. you got a whole bunch of postponed games. That's going to mm-hmm. be the game to watch at, in that time slot. Yeah. I it, yeah. I, I so I have not watched anything from the Pac-12 yet. Me neither. So I'm holding off on Oregon. I'm holding off from this game. Period. I'm not even gonna even comment because I don't really know these teams that well right now. Although I think well, UCLA, they got Oregon at eleven. UCLA can put up points. So when Oregon's favored by seventeen, I don't know. I think Oregon. Then, I don't know these teams, so I'm, I'm gonna I, back away. I think Oregon. They they have a lot of potential. I think. Um, they're just now getting into groove of like game game shape mode mm-hmm. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, because coming into the season, I had Oregon, uh, you know, normal season, I had Oregon making the playoffs. Um, they got, uh, I think it's Kajon or Kijan Thibodeau. Um, I probably fucked up his first name, but Thibodeau, um, on the D line, he's nasty. They got some nasty mm. corners, and mm. the offense is kind of reloaded. Uh, you know, besides um, Herbert, I mean, Herbert, I, think, I mean, Oregon's a good program. Yeah, I mean, 
they they're gonna be good, and I want Chip Kelly to be good. Um, that's why I like this game because it's like Chip Kelly playing playing you know his old team in Oregon. So that, that's always always cool to uh, have a cool storyline. Yeah. So, so it's a good game to watch. I might flip back and forth to that, but I got Oregon win this game. Um, I think they're set like last week against Washington State. I think they're settling in. I think they're, you'll see them progressively get better. But my thing is, I don't know how much better you can get with like a five game schedule. More than likely, they're going to win that game. Yeah. Pretty um, much. All right. Um, I got Iowa beating Penn State. Penn State looks like dog shit, especially uh, when we're dumpster t- fucking fire. It's like dumpster fire. And, uh, you know, they're probably too busy touching kids or something. I don't know um, to win this ball game. Damn, damn, just bad. just bad. Damn, y'all did not like that joke. That was <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Woo! All right, all right, all right. You know, sometimes, sometimes the jokes don't hit. Sometimes the jokes don't hit like you like you want. Oh shit! I didn't realize it was postponed games too. Yeah, um, well, since you brought it up, we'll go ahead and talk about that. Ole Miss, Texas A&M, postponed. Disappointed. Ole Miss could be a spoiler any given week. Georgia Tech at Miami, disappointed in that game because Georgia Tech sometimes has spurts of, you know, looking good in their first year under the new head coach. Uh, Marshall, they would have won that game. Texas would have beat Kansas to me, like, in my mind. Houston at SMU, I'm disappointed in that. I think that's a close game. I wanted to put a lock on that game. Couldn't. Arizona State, Colorado canceled. We got a bunch of Pac-12. Uh, well, two big Pac-12 oh, games canceled. Yeah, they, Washington State and Stanford canceled. Okay. Um, do have an 11 o'clock game. Uh, 11 o'clock at night. Boise State travels to Hawaii. So, That'll be if you got the CBS Sports Network, you can watch that one, or just go to like some streaming service on Google or Reddit, something like that. USC at Utah at 10:30 on ESPN. This is what I'm talking about. We got a 10:30 game at night. You can drink all day and then drink all night because you're watching football all day. That's what you do. I got Utah beating USC just because. That's their first game though. I don't care. I want it to happen. So you, USC has gotten lucky the last two weeks with crazy tip balls. Uh, they beat Arizona State. Uh, they came back 14 points on a tip ball. They got a touchdown in the end zone somehow. Should have been intercepted. And then got got the ball back and scored. It, like, I don't understand how you – They got USC winning by a field goal. Yeah, so I got, something. I got Utah. I have U, uh, USC. I have USC because I don't know anything about Utah right now. I, in fact, the one Pac-12 game that I've seen like two seconds of was the first week of USC. So I'm going to go with USC for this game. Although I think the last time they played each other, Utah beat them. I'm pretty sure. I, at least I, the last I, time I, they were not surprised. I think so. Utah did go to the Pac-12 championship, lost to, uh, uh, to Oregon. Oregon. Yeah last year that was a tough one because um, utah like it had an argument to make yeah, it the playoffs yeah the playoffs yeah. and then they got yeah. shit on all right um you know i i'm not basing this <laughs> pick off anything like if you're listening to this and you're like this guy knows what he's talking about like no i haven't seen utah i've done zero research on utah um <laughs> but i just don't like usc's wins this year i haven't liked them uh, I picked Arizona State to win. I got a revenge pick. I got a revenge pick this one. 
and that's how it's going to be. Okay, Tennessee at Auburn. Auburn ranked 23rd in the nation when they should have two extra losses on their belt, uh, but they're looking better than they were when we were shitting on them a few weeks ago. I got Auburn winning this. Yeah, Auburn winning. In a close one, I'm not happy about it. Um, Looking at the spread, honestly, 10 and a half. I, yeah, yeah. Tennessee going to wet the bed. Tennessee is Yeah, garbage. Tennessee's not doing They're a bunch good. of booty. But mm-hmm. they will be starting uh, their uh, – I think they're starting their third-string quarterback. Oh. Yeah. Um, their freshman, yeah. Tr- true they're, freshman. They're starting a freshman. freshman. So, okay. Um, I will say this about Tennessee. <laughs> it's so weird that I think in week two of the season, at one point, Tennessee had the longest win streak in all of college football, right? At I was eight games, like blowing what? my, like they went into the season with so much momentum, I think, and and then it and what of, happened? And what happened? Yeah, I don't know. I I just I'm disappointed in Tennessee too. They flamed out, man. Because remember, we're Florida fans. We're looking at the end of the schedule, like, oh shit, Tennessee is the last game. Now we're not even thinking about it. We're like SEC yeah. championship, and which yeah. is bad. Which is bad. Don't get That's caught. Bad. But, yeah. you know, watch this game, see if the new quarterback does anything special. Um, and if not, then get prepared for uh, senior citizen Jarrett Garantano to, uh, you know, make his 53rd appearance in the Florida-Tennessee game at the end of the year, if, if you're a Gator fan. But if, for this game, like, watch the new guy. I, I, I don't want to keep saying the new guy. What is his name? Can when he, Let's see. I'm trying to find it, actually. Gar, uh, great. Oh, no, that's Auburn. What? I'm looking for Tennessee, baby. Guan, Guantanamo. No, Guantanamo. No. No. no, that's – no, 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 no. He's uh, – Guantanamo. Guantanamo. That is the quarterback Gure, Gure. now. That's Garantano. Um, Harrison Bailey, I think, is the guy's name. Uh, yeah, it's Har- senior. yeah, it's Harrison Bailey. It's the top guy on ESPN. Um this guy's 6'5", 225 pounds. Uh, looks like he threw for 89 yards and Harrison Bailey. two yeah, interceptions like this season. <laughs> yeah, man, he got a baby face. But he got a nice size, 6'5", 225, from Marietta, Georgia. Yep. On the season, he's 7 for 13. Um, he threw two picks already, though. With two interceptions and 89 yards. So – Let's see. We'll nah, see. Nah, nah, get, yeah, we'll see. It's okay. You know what? If if, if this is his first start, he's yeah. gonna get an opportunity to go out and show what he can do. Yeah. He'll. Hey, you know He'll what? Make the most of this situation. Point, who the fuck cares? Uh, that needs to be his attitude. Is just go in there. Yeah. We're supposed to lose. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to lose other than maybe my job. So let's just go in there and just. Or fucking earn the job first yeah. off he needs to earn he's getting an opportunity to be a starting quarterback for the remainder of the year so let's go it ain't over till it's over ain't like auburn's quarterback any better neither so yeah um bo bo, <laughs> bo picks is you know he's, he's got spurts of good and then spurts of bad all right um next game i want to talk about uh, well, I'll quickly just say Alabama's going to wax Kentucky. They're minus yeah, 30. They yeah, could hit yeah. They could hit the minus 30. I don't even know what the over-under is. Um, Alabama's going to beat Kentucky. Yeah, of course, right. Seven days on a week. Uh, seven days out of the week, twice on Sunday. Yeah. Or eight. Yeah. It was eight times in the week, twice on Sunday, whatever the saying is. It's going to happen. Um, 
Kansas State, Iowa State, interesting game to me. Um, I always like watching these kind of games. Uh, Iowa State always seems to pull out a win against a big opponent. And mm-hmm. can't, same with Kansas State. So I like seeing those mm-hmm. two teams play. Um, Iowa State lit this year. Yeah. Yeah, they they started off slow, but mm-hmm. I think they're getting the hang of it. Um, mm-hmm. If anything, I'll go with the home team here. I'll take Iowa State, yeah. but that's cool. you know that's just yeah. me um, looking at it like that. Um, Georgia gonna start JT Daniels uh, against Mississippi okay. State. Yeah. Mississippi it's State, time. Mississippi State time. playing um, even though they're below uh, scholarship players, the number of scholarship players to play. So uh, that's the story there. That sucks. Yeah, it's very, very unfortunate, but, like, you know, props to Mississippi State. Like, props for saying, look, we don't have scholarship guys, but we have other guys uh, that, you know, can play. And, and, you know, if we can play, we can play. And That's that's also that's them up. sort of saying, fuck it. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. I mean. Like, fuck what, it, we need to play football. Yeah, you got to – I mean, you're getting guys' experience that haven't been able to play, and your season's already, like, not the best – you know, you're always already below expectations for what you wanted. And so um, it's good for the SEC. It's good for, you know, the kids who are getting out there and being able to play football. I, I think it's a good move. Um, we'll see. Probably going to lose the game. Probably. If you don't, Probably. then it's going to be, it's going to be a story. It's going to be like mm-hmm. one of the biggest stories of the 2020 season. I think like mm-hmm. if, if Mike Leach goes in there, with a, bunch of, with, with a bunch of like mud dogs and, and wins, you know, wins the bourbon bowl. Like that's going to be, that's going to be a big, st- I'm going to be super excited. We're going to talk about it next week. I got Georgia. <laughs> I got Georgia winning this ball game. Um, and JT Daniels, uh, very excited to see what he can do. And I'm very happy he didn't play against Florida. I, that's what's up. That's I what's mean, up. Yeah. I, I was surprised he didn't play against florida personally i don't know if there was a reason why they wanted to keep him off they wanted to hold off for just a second especially if you, like injury, so if you go on if you go on espn.com and look at his profile pic he looks ugly <laughs> like, he looks weird looking like he's got some he's got some hold on he's got some bushy ass eyebrows he's got a weird you're talking, you talking about jt daniels right now yeah Oh, goodness. JT <laughs> Daniels announced in April he was transferring oh, from USC. And now on Thursday, Daniels announced Shut he's up. transferring to Georgia. He's joining. I didn't even want to play that. I wasn't trying to play. I can't. So, yeah, they say the breaking news. Oh, yeah. This was, a, this, no. was news that, this was news that came in uh, not too long ago. It came out. Quarterback. There we yeah, go. I, I, found it. I found it. I found it. Uh, never mind. That was, that was a couple weeks ago. Here's the story. Oh, that was like just now. This for all. This for all the YouTubers. Look at, look at him. Look at that. He's got, he's got the uh, kind of like the cholo, like Mexican mustache going on, like that, like that thin, like that thin stash. I kind of fucks with it though, like. Like Zorro. Yeah, yeah, yes. That is, that is exactly what that's like. He's looking like the Zorro mustache. That is the best take I've ever heard on this podcast. Anyway, um, hey, uh, just he, he might... up, my, my battery is getting a little low, so I guess heads up. All right. Um, I fucking know. <laughs> Why don't you plug in the charger? <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, JT Daniels uh, looking like a Zorro. So he's going to come around and slice up the defense of Mississippi State. You heard it for you heard it here first. All right. Um, yeah. Bedlam is happening. Uh, well, before we get to Bedlam, uh, I just want to put this pick out here. I would make this my bonus pick, but I'm saving it. Bonus pick of the year. You only get one. Uh, Liberty is going to beat NC State. Liberty is going to oh, beat yeah. NC State. I do, yeah. um, I'm glad you're on board. It's minus four and a half at NC State. Don't care. Anyway, um, Michigan at Rutgers. There's no line on this on ESPN. I don't know what the line is everywhere else. I got Rutgers winning this game. Rutgers beating Michigan. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable with it. I think Michigan could be. Man. I think Michigan Yo, could come out and win. Michigan but. lose to Rutgers. Harbaugh better have his shit all packed up. <laughs> but Michigan needs man. a big win. Michigan needs a win, but also. Michigan. I think I think it's already time for him to pack his bags. Personally, they probably already been packed. He probably already already got the boxes. He been collecting boxes for the next couple of days. Look, Man. when you're a college football coach, you usually uh, he's been there for a while, so maybe he's unpacked. But you usually have boxes just ready. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they lose to Rutgers. It's mm-hmm. it's not going to be looking good. Speaking of coaches, lost their job. Uh, Will Will Muschamp. Fired last week by South Carolina. Um, Yeah, I mean, I did not – I don't know about you guys. I did not see Will Muschamp getting fired this year. Um, They had a pretty tough schedule to start off with. And, you know, given it's the COVID year, it's kind of like a Frankenstein year. So, it's like who who is going to fire their head coach? Well, South Carolina will. And if they will, I think Michigan will too. Um, So, coach is on the hot seat. I'm really like – Will Muschamp made some bad decisions this year. Like, uh, remember when they played Florida early on and they were down by a couple scores or something, and then he goes, it's like late in the game, and he kicks a field goal. And it's like a field goal doesn't help you here. You're in the red zone. Um, that kind of co- – I think those kind of decisions – How does he keep getting a job? Well, Some of look, these guys, I'm like, how do you guys keep getting Look, because he's a good defensive coordinator. He's a great defensive coordinator. He's one of the best. Um, I think if he could bring in someone on that offense to get it going. I, but I well, think it's, it's just his philosophy. He likes to run the ball and keep it, you know, keep the clock rolling and then, you know, play his tough defense. I think that's his overall philosophy. That's what he wants to do. But, you know, that's just me looking I mean, at go it. Go be a fucking a special team, like a, something, a special position coach, like a position coach. Yeah, but you know what's crazy is that – he, I need, he needs to write a book on how to do buyouts because he, I think, is owed upwards of $20 million in buyouts, and he is a mediocre head coach at best. He had one good year at Florida that ended in a loss in the Sugar Bowl. One good year, and yet he is constantly getting jobs. He is getting paid top dollar value, and then – when he gets fired, he has to be owed upwards to millions of dollars. Someone he needs to write a book on this art. This is an art what he does. Yeah. Well, him yeah. and Willie Tagger both. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. but no, yeah. I, I think his appeal is the defense, right? Like you think you, you you think about him, you think about like Carlos Dunlap, you're thinking about like Luches Purifoy, you you got guys, um Quincy Wilson, who was a both side player. Like you got a lot of guys who Will Muschamp puts through to the pro level. Uh, in a good in a good way like he can coach him up good it's just I think the overall philosophical way he plays football on offense you know it it flows with the defense but like it's not exciting it's like we're running the we're tough we're running the ball we're playing Alabama football that kind of deal I you know I'd like to see him and as as bad as this would be for the all of the SEC if he went to Alabama and like was defensive coordinator or something learned under Nick Saban? Oh, oh. I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't know where he's gonna go. Um, I think he'll land with his feet up like he always does. So mm-hmm. we'll see about that. But Jim Harbaugh, um, again, Jim Harbaugh, he gets fired. He he'll go somewhere good too. Just depends. You think so? Another college? I yeah, mean, yeah. He could I go to South Carolina. Go to, yeah. the S- oh, go to the SEC. Like, yeah. I mean, South Carolina is known for getting those big, big name head coaches from other schools, like Lou Holtz, yeah. you know, Steve Spurrier, Steve Will Muschamp. who's the winningest yeah. coach of all time. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. That's a good, good call. I mean, maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Um, all right. Now, Bedlam. This is a. This is an interesting game. It's always a good game between Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. It's a night game. This is going to be probably the best game on at night. Um, I got Oklahoma. You got Oklahoma. Um, I I have Oklahoma State. Mm. Uh, only because I don't really know which direction to go. But because you said Oklahoma, I'm just gonna make sure one of us is gonna be right. I like Oklahoma State also because. In these kinds of games, Spencer Rattler has been a little inconsistent. And I think he'll get bit by the offense of oh, Oklahoma State. What that's a, sort of that's where a I'm at. Pun. That's a good pun. Spencer Rattler going to get bit? Yeah. Like a rattlesnake? Yes. I, I, see what you, I see what you did there. The accidental. Yeah, pun, the accidental man. pun. Look at me. Look at me go. Look. Um, yeah, it could happen. I, I definitely agree. And I think Oklahoma State's been playing good ball. Um, I think Oklahoma, after those early two losses, they've been playing really, really good. I think Oklahoma's going to win that game. Yeah, it's going to be a good game, though. I think, you know, all, Bedlam's always fun to watch. Uh, I saw yeah. something on ESPN. They were rerunning, like, hi, not highlights, but they were rerunning just, like, classic matchups. Game, yeah, mm-hmm. classic matchups between the two. And it's always got a crazy ending. So, I like watching this game. Um, that's brings us oh 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 shit Where... oh shit oh god oh god well uh... does, oh. does, does this bring us <laughs> i well i had i had a drum roll sound but i'm not gonna play it i guess <clears throat> this brings us to what's up the game of the week it's indiana the hoosiers traveling to ohio state made this the game of the week for our special guest on here ohio state 
minus 20 and a half favorites. Are you holding a shoe? Is that a slipper? A slipper. <laughs> That's the turnover oh, slipper. That's so dumb. <laughs> it's about as dumb as the turnover backpack that Florida State had. Yo, I saw that. That's so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. Like, what the fuck's a turnover backpack mean exactly? Is that mean I was sitting here with a chick. Like, why does he have a fucking backpack? Bro? Oh my god, they have Whoa, no, they like have a red it. Louis Vuitton what? backpack. Uh, Ohio State's got the this. got the turnover slipper now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, but no, nah, I mean, uh, it's gonna be a close game, but. I think this is going to be a game where we're actually going to have to focus like from beginning to the end because there's been games where we've like, we would drop 45, but we would let the team come back and maybe score like 20 points. And now we got to score 48, 52 to, 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 to keep them at bound. So this game is going to be close. Uh, I just, I just know Justin Fields gonna have a good game, man. He, he's, he's gonna have one of those. He's gonna have a good game. He's gonna have one of those good days. We're gonna be fresh. Um, they're gonna be motivated. But I know these IU guys. I know they're gonna be motivated too. And we ain't gonna have no fans. So, man, I, we're gonna win this game, man. But it's gonna be, it's gonna be a nail biter, man. I, I'm definitely gonna be standing up the entire game, like I'm, like I'm, gonna, like I'm at the fucking horseshoe. So. Man, I, I, but the but the spread, damn, they got us winning by twenty. Yeah. Nah. Hell no. I no? say I say nah. I say probably by like eleven, fourteen. I, it, it depends on what kind of team comes out there because I ain't gonna front. I running back like Master T, like our starting running back is not. I ain't fucking with him. I ain't gonna front. Yeah, I, I ain't I don't, fucking with him. Yeah, I, 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 under, I understand. I don't, I don't know if Teague the third um, is like up to that J.K. Dobbins level. You know, nah, he's not. Oh no, he's definitely not J.K. Dobbins. It's just he's a good power running back for the time being. But I know we have we have this transfer from um, Oklahoma that he's not too shabby actually. That he's starting. I feel like he's starting to get more touches than. Um, uh, T the third, but other than that, like yeah, still Chambers, still Chambers. He, he's a transfer from um Oklahoma, so he's been getting the touches and stuff like that. I, David Coacher's going back and forth between those two. I feel like it's like trying to wear down the the, the, the uh, D line with the the two running backs, which which is his. It feels like his style, the kind of coach he is, because Ryan Day is like a. I can tell between him and. Uh, Urban Meyer, you can tell how he like he put his like feelings on his fucking, you know, with Ryan Day, like yeah, like you just get that that feeling from bruh. So like, man, it's gonna be a good game. I I really do hope we blow them out, but it, I-, I feel like these Indiana kids are gonna be very fucking motivated in this game, and we don't have no fans in the in the in the uh, stands, so. Man, it's gonna be a good game. I, I it sucks. I have to be at work watching this. I don't know what you did, but your audio got a whole lot louder and more yeah. clear. That was good. Um, I think it was. I think it was internet. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I got Ohio State winning this. Um. 
I don't know if it's going to be big. Like, like I kind of agree with you. Um, and like you said, they don't really have that run game. Um, Wilson, y'all's guy, what's his first Garrett Wilson, Garrett, Garrett Wilson. He's got almost uh, 400 yards on the season already. He's got two touchdowns and 24 receptions. Oh so, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I tell you this, we, we got some receivers, we got some wideouts. It's just the running backs. They, they going to have to, they know that I feel like a lot of these teams are going to try to expose our running backs sooner or later by bringing in an extra man to make them block because it's just, I don't know. It's just whatever uh, coach coach. I know coach got it, man, because I feel like we're, we can't lose these games because of last year. And I know Justin Fields, I feel like Justin Fields is a good leader and I feel like he's going to lead us into the, into uh, to a W for this game. So other than that, I don't think we're going to win by 20 though. Hell no. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I could definitely see Ohio State winning by 20, but um, Ohio State has to look good here. Like, if they don't look good here, there's oh, not yeah. many other now, opportunities to look exactly, really good. Right. We, exactly. But it will be nice for us to, like, yo, we got to come in 21-3, going into halftime. That would be great. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I want to see how that goes. And then we could give them 20, 34, 34, 10. And just if they could come out and make a statement, a statement will be great. And and that was and it was easy because it's a noon game. So not everybody's up really watching the game, too. So, I mean, other than that, it would be great for it to be a statement game. But these Indiana guys coming in, especially how they've how they've been winning. Mm-hmm. They they feel confident that they can they can they can go somewhere and and make somebody and make some noise and make an upset. But man, I ain't going front. It'll be nice for us as Ryan Day. If I was Ryan Day right now, I'd be telling these guys, "Yo, these motherfuckers had good wins and they expecting to win. We need to come. They coming over here to the horseshoe. We need to smack them in the motherfucking face to let to remind them that we are the Ohio State football like." We will let's smack these motherfuckers up and call it a day and just watch everybody else fucking play football for the rest of the day. That'll be great. Just smack them early in the day, send their ass back to fucking Indiana, fucking crying and shit like that, thinking that they could do something. Just bring some toughness because these last games, yes, we've been scoring, but we haven't been able to put our fucking foot on like on these teams next. And I feel like this game will be a perfect opportunity to put our foots in somebody's necks and have all these naysayers. I mean, even I feel like we got haters. I know I got my boys are haters. They hate Ohio State, but just let just let people know like we belong here because people have been talking shit about the Big Ten. And I feel like this is Ohio State's best opportunity to go against the number nine team who we, we didn't get to play uh, Maryland last week, but play against the number nine team and fucking smack them, man. Let's smack them. Man, just smack them for breakfast. Shit is I think, I, I, I think the Maryland game last week would have been a closer game than this game's gonna be. And and mm-hmm. you know, I'm not disrespecting Michael um, Penix Jr. I think he's a great quarterback. But you look at Indiana's like marquee win this year. I think it was the Penn State win, uh, which they don't which, see which now it doesn't it doesn't look good. They don't, uh-uh. so, they don't so, look good. They don't want to see him. I we think Ohio State. I feel like it's gonna be. You know what? Now I keep talking shit. It's gonna be a statement game. Fuck that shit. 
We're going to make a statement. And we're going to beat them by I think, 20. I take the score. We're going to beat them by 21. Because we have to. We got to beat them by 21. I'm a, yeah, that's how I'm feeling today. All right. I, I think I think Ohio State's actually going to win this game pretty easily. I think that we're uh, there's a lot of hype with Indiana just because they're sort of like the flavor of the year for the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I think that Ohio State's just too good of a team right oh. now. Indiana mm-hmm. might play up-tempo early, but as the game plays on, Ohio State's going to pull away through to win this ball game. And I, I think that we Ready want to up. believe – lazy, not you. But I personally want to believe that Indiana is going to – make this a really close game. I just don't think it's going to end up like that. You don't think it's going to be a close game? Mm. Uh, well, I, no. No, I think – No. I see it going either way. Either it's going to be close or it's going to be a blowout. It's not well, going to be – like, it ain't going to be like fucking Indiana's going to blow out Ohio State. So, it's like, is it going to be close or a blowout? Because, man – yeah, man, we got this. Uh, man, yeah, I th- yeah. Don't don't worry. He's just worried. He's just thinking too much because the Ohio State fan. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Fuck yeah, hell yeah. That's gonna do what it a- for us this week. What a show! What a show! What a great podcast. Thanks for coming on, Lazy. Um, thank you for all your listeners out there listening. Keep it keep it going. Like us, share us, donate to the Patreon. You can find that on all our websites, my my Instagram page, everything. Um, College Football Extravaganza on the Higher Frequency Podcast Network. Don't ever forget it. We got a new Twitter. Follow the Twitter. Follow that. I'll I'll be I'll be reposting stuff as as much as I can. I'm managing everything. I manage everything. So this this is gonna go at the speed I go, which is day by day, baby. Follow day my by Twitter. Day. Bentley underscore dreams. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Peace.